get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. The all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. It's Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Nice cock! Nice cock! Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great day so far. Check me out. Go to my website, people. You gotta do it. Go to Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E.net. Now, the reason I'm directing you to that page is because I don't want to plug a bunch of stuff. I'm trying to build an audience right now. I'm trying to get you guys to be dedicated downloaders, dedicated supporters of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. So just go to Tuttle.net. You'll be able to find out everything about me. You'll be able to find out all my social media. You'll be able to find out my PayPal, my YouTube channel, every single thing. Hell, the phone number up there for you to give me a call and leave me a voicemail is there. It's all one-stop shopping at Tuttle.net. Now, I want to start off by thanking you. Last night before I went to bed, I usually don't check my analytics before I go to bed because I wait until the morning because I don't know what time they end up, what the day ends on my hosting site. So I usually wait until the morning, but I just was curious to see how my numbers were doing right before I went to bed. I was actually kind of tired, but when I saw what my numbers were, holy shit. By far, one of the best days. I mean, it's not even close. And I don't know exactly what happened. I don't know if the right person retweeted something or the right person shared something online. But fuck me, man. Our whole genre, the job, broadcasting, broadcasting and podcasting, just the entertainment, TV and audio wise, we're able to see how good we're doing. Our job is based on ratings and right now my ratings is downloads and it made me feel good it gave me some confidence in a confident tuttle yes i'm talking about myself in the third person but a confident tuttle does great content because i'm more daring i try more i pit my dick on the line more and you're gonna get better content because it shows that it's paying off i know that may sound weird but guys i cannot thank you enough enough. I've been doing broadcasting terrestrial radio for the last 20 years, and it was a hard pill to swallow. I used to think podcasts were were for people that couldn't cut it in terrestrial radio or TV, whatever it may be, but I was completely wrong. This is a new era of content providing, and podcasts is there. For example, look at Joe Rogan. This dude just cashed in big time. More people listen to him than most terrestrial radio guys. I think Joe Rogan, when it comes to audio content, might be number two behind Howard Stern. And that's it. And once Howard's gone, Joe Rogan's going to be king of the hill. So what I'm saying is... I don't look at doing a podcast as a bad thing. I actually look at it as a good thing. I'm ahead of the curve. And all these terrestrial guys, these ones that look down on podcasters, are going to be 
way behind the curve. But my numbers were amazing, and I cannot thank you guys enough. I don't have a platform to be able to promote myself. For the last 20 years, if I was doing anything online, I was able to be able to promote it on air. And I don't have that right now. All the success I'm having right now is because of you guys either following me on any of my social media platforms or just you guys listening to my podcast and letting your friends, your family, your loved ones, your neighbors, your coworkers. It's all because of you helping spread the word this podcast. I don't want to be compared to the coronavirus, but this podcast is kind of like this pandemic. You guys share it. So two people share it, goes to four, four to eight, eight to 16, and so on and so on. That's how this show is going to grow. And I can see it on a daily basis because the first thing I do every single morning is wake up, go to my hosting website so I can look at my numbers. And they are doing a Amazing. All thanks to you guys. Now that I've done marking out to the Tuttle Daily Podcast supporters, I want to play you a bit. Now, I'm going to have Charlie Alamo on later on in the show, but he's been sending me some bits. And what you don't know about Charlie Alamo, the reason we ended up hooking up, we ended up making contact is because he is true Bubba Army. You're not going to meet anybody more loyal to the Bubba Army than Charlie Alamo. And he told me about this bit a while ago that he had did. And he actually sent it in to Bubba. Hell, I maybe before I was even on the Bubba the Love Sponge show, he found old clip. I don't know if you know this, Bubba has worked at numerous radio stations. And Charlie went through, found all these clips and did this production piece. And it's kind of a little bit of the history of Bubba the Love Sponge. The the progression of my stations went Terre Haute, WPFR, Grand Rapids. I'm just giving you a heads up. I don't know if Bubba's going to play it. If I know Bubba well enough, I know he might play this. I sent it to Bubba. I copied Blitz. I copied Caveman just in case Bubba missed it. But I sent to him. If Bubba plays it, that's fine. That would be amazing because I know it would make Charlie Alamo's whole entire day if Bubba ended up playing this because like I said before, Charlie sent this in in the past and I don't think it ever got played from what Charlie told me, but I just know that it would make Charlie's day if Bubba ended up playing this. San Antonio. 103 Hot KCFM, San Antonio's only hit music station. Bubba loves sponge in your box. Chicago the first time. See, this is why I'm so jealous of Pantera. He's been with Bubba longer than anybody that I've known. And some of the stories he used to tell me were mind-blowing. And I can only imagine Bubba being a disc jockey, playing music at nights, getting off the air, going and doing a promotion at a nightclub. Bubba with his limo, his gold chains, his Rolex, and all that stuff, living the rock star lifestyle. It had to be crazy. You're saying, wait a second. Bubba loves Bungie's crude. He's rude. He never says he's sorry. He's cocky. 
Philadelphia. The Nature Shoot Moment Love Sponge Memorial Day. St. Hyde John, the Love One of the South Sound. Orlando. See, that is the thing that just blows my mind that he was on XL at one time. And I don't know if you're familiar, but XL 106.7 is one of the heritage top 40 stations in Orlando. Their morning show at the time was Doc and Johnny. These guys were absolute legends in the Orlando area. And Bubba was doing nights. I could only imagine going down on OBT or any of those shady type areas in Orlando. Bubba going around there. He had to be the motherfucking man. XL, yo, 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 this is Bubba. Yo, 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 um, can I get in the radio? Don't hang up on me, okay? Chicago, Milwaukee, Tampa. 741, Bubba the Love Sponge on the BRN Bubba Radio Network, live from the Power Pink. And had this short sort of shtick, if you will. So, yes, I'm kind of marking out to Bubba right now. I'm trying to rub his belly. I'm trying to baby face to him. Because I'm trying to promote my podcast. And me being a part of the Bubba the Love Sponge show only helps me out. I don't care. I mean, I would love to be back at the BRN. I'm not going to push it. But if I can do things for Bubba, if I can be friends with him and I do some random things, maybe do some man on the street stuff and he'll plug my podcast. Hell yeah, I would be a goddamn idiot not to do that. So Bubba. Give me a call. I still haven't heard from you. I'm not mad. I know you're busy as hell. So I get it. I've known you for the last 10 years and I know you get busy. I know people are blowing up your cell phone all the time. And the last thing you want to do is call a guy that basically was a dick to you. I kind of threw everything you did for me right into your face and you fired me. And I'm not mad at that. I messed up. I take responsibility for everything that I did. I think I've been amazing this time around because in the past, every time you fired me, I have been a complete cocksucker to you and I've been nothing but nice. This is the new Tuttle. I've changed. I've changed my personality, not for the worse. I'm still the same old Tuttle, but I'm not the Tuttle that is self-destructive, the one that ruins a good thing like you gave me. I want to be friends with everybody. I don't want to have a single enemy in the radio business, but I'm loyal to you, Bubba, and I want to work with you. So my phone is always on. It's not on vibrate anymore. The only reason that it used to be on vibrate back in the day is I never wanted anybody to call me while I was on the air, but my shit is on ring all day. So if you call, I'm gonna answer. It doesn't have to be today. It doesn't have to be tomorrow. It doesn't have to be in the next couple of weeks. Whenever you call me, you'll call me and I'm ready to go to work. I'm ready to hustle and I'm ready to promote my podcast. I know you got a great crew around you right now and there's no room for me, but guess what? I still think I have something to offer. I'm not asking for money. Let me do some stuff for you. Give me some bits that you want me to do and I'll do them. All I'm asking for is plugs. I'll give you content. You give me plugs. And I think that is a great goddamn deal. 
Before I go to break, I wanted to talk about something. I had an interesting conversation, not on the phone, but through text. If you remember a couple of days ago, I started out the show talking about I got a chance to talk to a woman that I've had a crush on for a while. I've been friends with her, Michelle Worga. I did that whole segment, and I was afraid maybe I freaked her out. Maybe I pushed her away or I set her off by talking about her because I hadn't heard from her. I told her what I did and I had not heard back from her, but I got a text maybe around eight o'clock and she said, hey, I'm listening to your segment because I even sent the segment to her. I didn't even want her to have to go and look for it or download it. I, I sent it directly to her. So last night, She texts me, tells me she's about to listen to it. And that made me nervous as hell. She was texting me. She was kind of like live texting me while she was listening to it. And she was flattered. She loved everything that I said. And, you know, I I was just trying to make conversation. And I sent her a screenshot of whenever she texts me or whenever she calls me on Apple iPhones, you can put a picture in there. And there was one of my favorite pictures that I took with Michelle. And it was from the Christmas tree lighting. No, it was not from the Christmas tree lighting. It was from her birthday. Actually, the night that I built up enough nerve to try to kiss her, and I did. I saved that picture, and and I put it in my phone, so whenever she texts or call me, that shows up. So I sent her that screenshot. Then she sent me a picture back of me whenever I text or call her what picture shows up. And I got to tell you, it was from 2015, 2016, and I looked like complete dog shit. I was puffy. I was heavier. I mean, I wasn't obese or really overweight. I was just heavy, if that makes sense. I told her, hey, I need to send you another pic. Now, I feel like a complete douchebag, but I've been working out. I think I look great. I got a little bit of pudge left at the bottom of my stomach, but it's going away. It is, but I don't look perfect right now, but I'm proud of all the hard work. You got to realize, guys, after my divorce, I just stopped caring. I drank, ate, took all the drugs that I could get into my mouth, and I didn't care about the consequences. But I needed this. I've changed completely, and I'm proud of how I look right now. I've never been one of those superficial guys, but... It makes me feel good because I proved to myself that I could make a change. And like a complete douche, I took a selfie in the mirror, shirtless, just to show off what I look like. And as soon as I sent it, I was like, oh, that's going to make me look like a complete scumbag. I just got done watching the morning show with this whole Me Too deal. That's the whole theme of the first season. And I was like, oh, that might have been a bad decision. And I wrote back. I was like, yeah, I feel like a complete douche that I sent you that pic. And in true Michelle Wargo fashion, she was like, oh, I think you posted that on Twitter. Well, you know what? 
I should have been honest. Because I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I did. Because I didn't want to get embarrassed. But I actually took that picture like 30 seconds before I sent it to her. So I kind of covered my ass at the last minute. I should have been honest. But I'm just proud of how I look. I didn't send it to her to be like, oh, look at me. I'm going to show you off my body. I, uh, It's going to make you think of me and look at me as irresistible. No, I, di- I didn't send it. I just wanted to show Show her the hard work, show her that I'm a changed person. I'm not the guy that wanted to get fucked up all the time. I know you guys probably get tired of me talking about my poor, pathetic life, but that's the one thing I wanted to do with this radio show. I wanted to be open and honest. I wanted to spill my guts to you on a daily basis so you kind of know everything about me. I'm not hiding anything, and that's how I wanted to be. I've shared more with you guys on this podcast than any other radio show that I've worked on terrestrial-wise broadcasting. And I hope you guys realize that. I'm not trying to blow my own horn. But that's how much I care about you guys. That's how much I respect you guys as my supporters. And I'm going to keep doing that until the day that I stop doing this podcast. Want to support the show? Go to paypal.me slash pedal on the radio. Have you considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO Franchising. Hey, Tuttle Daily Podcast listeners. It's that time again. Charlie Alambo with his weekly segment, rambling, bit, uh, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Here's Charlie. I am really, really pleased to announce once again on the Tuttle Daily Podcast is the one and only Charlie Alamo. And this is great because since we figured out that we can both be on the phone and do these, Charlie's going to start being on more. What are you up to right now, Charlie? Are you getting ready for work? Actually, no, I have today off. The uh, oh. the one chick that I don't like tried to call me and switch days with me, but I was like, nah, I need today. I need today off. Yeah, what were you doing yesterday? You seemed like you were pretty busy yesterday. I was. I was doing some running around trying to get some shit handled so I could just enjoy today. You know, the little errands that kind of add up when you only have one day off during the week type stuff. Banking. Yeah, it sucks, man, because especially when you're getting up. One of the worst things about morning radio, I've talked about this, is that, yes, you get off earlier, but... As soon as you leave the studio, you start thinking about, hey, the clock's ticking because you got to get to sleep because you got to be up so goddamn early in the morning. It turns around every time. It really doesn't matter what time you got to get up. Like, I don't have to be to work until 930, which isn't too bad. So I can actually sleep in a little bit. But even if you do, it still just bites you in the ass anyway, because then you're you're kind of 
dragging your feet a little bit or doing something you shouldn't a little too slow. And then next thing you know, you look up and you're running the same amount of time. So it just doesn't really matter. This is another question. A lot of people ask me, well, what do you take a shower the night before? Well, guess what? I want to be able to sleep in a little bit because I'm getting up so goddamn early. So I take it at night. So like, whoa, you're sleeping. Wouldn't you rather be clean when you get in the bed? Because if you're dirty, you're just you're dirtying up your bed. Yes, I have seen people that just my cousin. Hell, I'll just fucking call him out. I don't give a shit. He just gets done with work, crawls right into bed. His bed looks like somebody's been working in a fucking coal mine and then like just fucking in there for weeks. It's terrible. He's really just a nasty person when it comes to that. And people are like, well, just go to bed early. I don't think people realize Getting up that early is supposed to be unnatural and unhealthy for you. What I'm reading is you're supposed to get up when the sun comes up like most animals do. Yeah. And honestly, who the fuck are these people that think that they can tell? Don't they have jobs? Don't they have to go to bed at weird hours that they don't fucking appreciate either? Like, what? Yeah, no, it's just weird. I don't think people understand it. And the thing is, the first couple of days, you're fine. But then as the days go on, Wednesday starts getting a little tougher. Thursday, you're like, fuck me, man. And then Friday, you're like, all right, I just need to get through this day and I'm good for a couple of days. Usually, yeah. I actually, I just dread every day. And then next thing you know, I'm like, oh, I don't have to go to work yet. Fuck yeah. See, I've talked about this before. How much easier if we had to live? The only thing you had to worry about is eating and surviving. That's why the zombie apocalypse kind of appeals to me. Think about that. You ain't got to get up and go to work, deal with the dickhead boss. You just got to find food. And you ain't got to work all goddamn day long just for some money to buy things. So basically right now. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I'm getting to the point. I'm going to have to start catching my own food, pick up roadkill on the side of the road, depending on if it's freshly killed or not. Of course, you don't want to go for day olds down there. One of the most fun bits I ever did on the radio when I was with the monsters, we would do a roadkill challenge, okay? So we would have to go pick up roadkill during the show and we would bring it back to the radio station and whoever had the most weight and roadkill won $500. Now, luckily I had a truck. One of the years we were so lazy and we got in trouble because we dumped all the roadkill in the dumpster and it was still like a week before it had to be picked up. It was so fucking disgusting. Oh yeah, I know. Mike. My- uh, all my buddies up in Lincoln, when they cut elk, if they don't go and get rid of the meat right, right away, oh, Lord, all kinds of wild animals show up. I ended up winning one year because now I didn't get as much weight out of it because you could tell the vultures, but I found a deer that had been there and I had to chase off the buzzards and threw it in the back of the truck. Oh, my God, man. It took me forever to get the bed of my truck cleaned out. Is there nothing funnier? Did you ever see the picture? There was, like, the dead deer on the side of the road and somebody tied, like, a balloon to it or something? Yeah, they do that all the time. Uh, I've seen it done with... It makes me laugh every fucking time, dude. Yes. I mean, it takes a sad situation and adds a little bit of humor to it. I'd love it if somebody did that to me and could get away with it. You know what I mean? A dead body's kind of different, but. Do you feel like a lot of people, and, and this is the way comedians look at it, is there ever a situation, even though how bad it can be, where people just deal with stressful grief by telling a really awkward joke? 
Do you have a problem with that or do you think it's disrespectful? I think people deal with things in different ways. Absolutely not. And uh, that's how I know my I'm my dad's son, because when my grandma died right at the funeral, he looked down in the open casket. He's like, Jesus Christ, she hasn't looked this young in years. Yeah. But like, for example, do you remember? I can't remember the joke, but Gilbert Gottfried made one about 9-11 and he got a lot of flack for it. But I was like, that's just Gilbert being Gilbert. One of my favorite jokes is uh, there's this compilation on YouTube of comedians laughing at jokes doing Norm Macdonald jokes on his old show was uh, Gilbert Godfrey saying, I remember back to a simpler time when the only thing in the news was hijacked jetliners crashed into air, crashed into towers. Some of the funniest bits, I know a lot of people aren't big fans of Gilbert Godfrey, but some of his appearances on Howard's show were absolutely brilliant and he just did not give a fuck no and if you're not a fan of gilbert i don't like you did you like when they had him dress up as the vampire and scare yes minorities on the street i loved him as uh dracula godfrey i love when he would come in and he would do groucho he would yeah, come in I'm... and do groucho impression you know back in my day we used to have <laughs> things called cinemas i could listen to him do that for fucking hours and just get so much enjoyment out of it and then one of my other favorite it was just a cameo but gilbert did you ever see that seth MacFarlane movie the cowboy movie did like a thousand ways to die in the west yeah, I never watched all of it, and I own it, which is fucking crazy. He plays Abraham Lincoln, but he's not doing the Abraham Lincoln voice. He's doing, you know, stereotypical Gilbert Godfrey giving a speech as President Lincoln, and, and it was the funniest part of the goddamn movie. Did you see the history roast thing that uh, Jeff Ross did that's on Netflix where Gilbert no. Hitler? Oh, my God. Okay. As soon as I get done with this, I have to go look that up by far. Now, I had this weird thought. I went to the store, okay? And I don't like, I just have this reason. I like to use the bathroom at home. I don't like using public restrooms. Just okay, something number about one, number two. Either one. I know number one shouldn't be that bad of a deal. You got a shy bladder? No, not a shy bladder. It's just I like doing my business at home. And this is coming from somebody that learned and got potty trained outside because I learned to piss on a tire. I pissed on tires and it got me in trouble in kindergarten because they had a sandbox, but it was a big tractor tire. And the first day I'm out there and I just whip it out and piss on the tire because I was taught to piss on a tire. Because they use the same training that they would use with a small puppy. No, it's just, listen, did I know you I'm a nerd. On, did you shit on newspaper? No, I did not take a dump on newspaper. Right. I'm just saying. But the thought that I had was while I was using the restroom at this gas station, you know, the coronavirus gets in openings, touch things going in. Can you get corona through your dick hole? I hope not. I mean, can I, it jump through that? Can it like jump? What's it going to do? Jump the stream? I guess so. I mean... Like, there are fish. You've heard of yeah, that catfish. Oh, like, yeah, and I was thinking, I, my mind went right towards those little things that can crawl up in there, but I don't know. If, you know what I've been imagining this entire time? Maybe it's just because I've fucked up, but I've just imagined Corona, like that fucking, that movie that the um, Fairley Brothers did uh, with Chris Rock, where it's where they're the flu bugs and shit. Oh, yeah, I, and, and um, didn't have the guy that played Niles Crane, uh, Frazier's brother, was one of the uh, voice actors in that as well, too, I think. Yeah, for sure. David Hyde Pierce. 
Yes. Yeah. And that's another one. Now, I know I'm going to sound very, very corny when I say this. Me being into radio, I actually like the TV show Frasier. And David Hyde Pierce was brilliant in that show just from his physical comedy. You just liked Roz because she ran the board. Oh, I, Roz was good. I like the, the maid. There's something. Oh, I yeah. find the British accent very, very hot. So you're saying no on the dick hole and coronavirus. I'm hoping not, man. Like, I don't know if it can do that. It better not. So you're not working today. So you're just taking it as a relaxing day. I'm going to try to get as high as I can and think of dumb shit to write. No, I don't have to do that. I I do that anyway. So I'm just going to literally like relax and then stuff will come to me. Like today, before I called or texted you, I was sitting there. I was like, this Corona thing really sucks. I was like, what's something positive about it? I was like, well, for one thing, now that schools are closed, you got rid of all those pesky teachers having sex with students. So no more of those stories. Nobody's literally banging anybody that they're getting homeschooled by. And if they are, ooh, that's rough. I was thinking about that. Now, if that, I know all kids, they talk, and maybe I would when I was younger, but I know if I, I don't know, I would like to think I wouldn't tell anybody because I would want to keep it going. Hell no. I would have been like Anne Frank. I would have told not a soul. Exactly. I mean, that's how you go. You just don't go into details or you just say, hey, or no, you don't say anything at all. You don't want to ruin it because shit, like I said, I was almost 20 before I lost my virginity and what I would have given. Hell, back in the day, I would have taken the ugliest teacher in the school. That's just bad, man. I can't believe you. I can't believe it didn't happen until 20. I mean, at least my ass got laid at 16. Yeah, no, it, it was it was a really well, you also got to understand our closest neighbor growing up was like five miles away. I lived out in the middle of nowhere. I was very, very not shy, but I just the only time I ever you know came out of my shell was when I played baseball when I was pitching. And that was about the only other time. I thought you were going to say when you were skipping down the street skipping down the fucking road walkway there with your fucking books and one of those little old school buckle things like <laughs> fucking Tom Sawyer. Yeah, whistling the tune to Andy yeah. Griffith. Barefoot, fancy free fucking walking down the goddamn gravel road. <laughs> oh, you grew up in Montana. That place is more desolate than where I live. Hey, I'm not saying it's not. It absolutely is. And let me tell you, most of those roads are gravel. But a lot of them are paved still. And Montana's one of those states I forget about. Are there any of those states I like Wyoming? That's another one I forget about all the time. Shithole. I've been well, there. Yeah, I've been, to, many, I've been to a lot of the like the Dakotas. Uh, they're all crappy. I've been. Yeah. All over on this. This fucking Western side. Now, how many generations of your family is from Montana? How long have they been there? I How does one end up in Montana? No, it's not like that. But there is a few gen. Like my grandparents live here. And my couple of my cousins live here as well. So what happened was my grandparents used to live in Oregon. That's where they've lived forever. I'm not really sure where they were born. I actually, next time I go and talk to them, I'm going to find out the whole story because somebody needs to, I need to know that. Anyway, they would come and visit Lincoln and stop here. Actually, my uncle was born in Great Falls at the old hospital that's here. That's now like an office building type thing, which is crazy. There's a so radio. your ancestors met Lincoln? No, 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 no. They went to the town Lincoln. Oh, okay. I, yeah, sorry. 
No, 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 no. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they met Lincoln and they shook his hands and he told them this thing about Gettysburg. I don't know. <laughs> he was calling it something else at the time. I think he was calling it Valley Forge. And they said, get drop that name, throw in Getty, grow the beard and get the chops. You bring up Lincoln and the Gettysburg address. How bad is it? Because we work in an audio format. How much does it suck that looking back on it in history, they say maybe one of the greatest speeches ever given and the shit is not even recorded on audio. Watch it have been like really fucking bad. He was like hung over that day or something. So he was stuttering and fumbling through it. Nobody knew what the fuck he was talking about, but he was still the president. So they had to listen to him. What if he did? What if Lincoln had like a hair lip or something? Oh, God. Or he had a fucking high pitched voice or something. Fuck. Yeah, I mean, everybody, four scores, how many years ago? They're like, who the fuck is this guy? He's leaving. <laughs> or what about this? During the war, like a whore, you know, a whore that he went and visited bit off his tongue and he was like a tongueless president. Yeah, or something worse, like fucking bit down on his knob or some shit. They're like, yeah, that's fucking Lincoln. He's only got half the dick he used to. And they said for back then, he was enormously tall. He could have been a sinner back in the day, but. Centers back then, if, if playing basketball, you're talking maybe six foot tall because everybody was short. As far as I know, if I'm just guessing, they were like, Lincoln was like six five, six six. That poor horse he had to ride. And what about the tall hat? I just don't trust people in tall stovetop hats. I heard that's why John Wilkes Booth shot him. He said down in front. Dude, that's it. Because that's like sitting behind somebody wearing a hat in a movie theater. Big hats were like the cell phones of the mid-1800s if you went to a place. Yeah, that dickhead's got a big hat. Not only does he have money, but he's got a fucking giant hat I can't see over. I'm going to get back into things, but I really appreciate you giving me a call. Tell people how they can check you out. I'm available anytime at Tuttle.net. And uh, also you can email uh, Tuttle at gmail.com. Send a lot of hate stuff there. All right, Charlie, I'll talk to you tomorrow, okay? All right, sounds good. Is that a PT Cruiser down by the lake? Oh, no, wait. It's the Tuttle Podcast Studio. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com. Stitch You Up specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let Stitch You Up help you with your logo design. Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. A regular day at work turned into quite a show at the Verizon store off Galleria Boulevard in Roseville. I've never worked in TV broadcasting, but I know what's compelling. I know what people find interesting, and it's almost embarrassing what the news media has become. There are some really good ones, but these reporters that are out on the street, the ones that are supposed to be pushing people to get answers, sometimes when they don't get the answer that they want, they just give up. Some of the producing is absolutely horrendous. What they'll put on TV, and like I said, I've never done TV broadcasting. I would absolutely destroy it as a reporter. And hey, two 
six nine thirty five i know i don't have the looks to be a reporter i don't look like a rugged ken doll like justin warmoth does but i will get you the news who cares guess what i might be an oddity people might tune into the news to say hey let me watch this really good ugly reporter on tv tonight and i'm good with that if you want to sell me if you want to do promos and watch wkmg we have the only ugly reporter in Orlando, but guess what? He gets results. Hey, see how I tied that in? I know that WKMG's tagline is getting results. I tied it in. What's up? Justin, hook me up. Hook me up with your program door. You know what? I'm going to cut this up and I'm going to send it to you. Yes, it's selfish promotion, but you guys are missing out. If you guys saw the work I did during the Casey Anthony trial, none of your reporters got the material that I did. A dispatch operator tells an officer a group of three people aren't wearing masks and refusing to leave the Verizon store. But it's what happened next that's jaw-dropping. They're calling back again and advise that that female now pulled her pants down and is urinating inside the business. Okay, listen. The woman does not want to wear a mask. She doesn't want to wear a mask so badly. She dropped her underwear and took a piss right in the middle of the Verizon store. I would just let this bitch be. Hey, you don't have to wear a mask. Just don't piss on my phones. Are you kidding me? That's terrible. That's kind of ridiculous. I mean, there's bathrooms all over the place, too. <laughs> like I said, I've never worked in TV news, but these people had nothing. This is goddamn lazy reporting. There's so many other people you could have interviewed to get the details of the story, but you're out interviewing random people in this shopping plaza, and they, they didn't even know anything about the story. I'm sure the reporter filled them in on what happened, and they're getting their comments. Why do I want to hear what random people have to say about it? You are the reporter. You're supposed to be telling the story and you are just too goddamn lazy to hit the story, hit the beat and find out. Do a little digging, do a little bit of pressuring on people and you might get some more details. Absolutely not. It's that's totally inappropriate. It's not we're not animals. See, this is what you get when you go out and you're too lazy to dig and find out more info about the story, you get obvious answers like, we're not animals. Because I've seen other people who fought about the math and did other things actually get into physical altercations. But that's like a whole new story. That's just like, who wrote, who rose you up when you're young? <laughs> Gosh, are you kidding? That's like an animal. That's what my dog would do if I brought him out. God damn, this is pathetic. Police got to the scene and confirmed the incident, telling me they eventually arrested the woman after finding several stolen items from a nearby Dick's Sporting Goods. But you're in on the floor? That's not something down there. It's something up here that's wrong. Probably not too much to say other than the fact that it's probably not the right way to have a reaction to it, so... Simply wear the mask or just leave, I guess. Very disappointed that we... You know what? I'm not even going to finish playing this story. It is so horrible. It's lazy journalism. And if you guys want to pump up your newscast, add a little bit of spice and entertainment to it, hire me. Now, this story was not local. It was not in the Orlando area. But I'm just throwing it out there. 269 Wesh. WKMG, WFTV, or WOFL, email me.
Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. You don't even have to pay me on live. I won't go live. You don't have to have the anchor throw it to me. All of my content will be pre-produced, pre-packaged, and you can just run it. If you're not sure or you're not confident that I can do a legitimate broadcast, then just record it and you can air it and do whatever you want to. I'll be freelance. I'll do that. Just let me plug my podcast. I will be a field reporter. All right, guys, gonna take off. Want to thank everybody for my greatest day when it comes to downloads and streams. Thanks to you guys. Could not do it without you. Hope you guys Guys, have a great day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. And that's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Share, like, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast was brought to you by Total Wireless of Palm Bay. StitchYouUp.com, PocketPairClub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents. Show voiceover services brought to you by JCVoiceOverServices.com. That guy's got a goddamn sexy voice. You should hire him. If you want to help support the show, PayPal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? Concerns? You want to let Tuttle know he's being a dick? Go to Tuttle at gmail.com. To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, dot net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast.